Hey, Learn STEM. We're back with another episode, and this episode's going to be a little bit different because I'm with my parents in the car, more specifically, a manual car. So the objective that I have is that because I'm learning stick shift, learning in quotation marks, I'm going to have to try to drive to Starbucks as smoothly as possible in a manual transmission to get the, um, what is it called again? Pumpkin spice latte, which is delicious because it's now out. And while I'm doing that, I'll have to try to explain what I have researched about a manual transmission versus an automatic automatic transmission with little sorts of details added in. And my dad, right here, pop in, will basically be in the car to help correct me with my knowledge because it is quite a complex subject. subject and he knows quite a lot about transmissions, engines, cars, and stuff like that. So... I let's, don't. Oh, he doesn't. So, let's get going. <laughs> also, it's going to be vibrating a little bit when I drive. So, I know that a manual transmission, you have to shift gears when we're driving, which I just did, and you have to put the clutch in. But they used to have to have a double clutch because, um, wasn't it because they needed to first engage the gear? Disengage. Disengage the gear and then re-engage it, right? Yeah. And then can you explain that a little bit? Or Now we have synchro mesh, where you don't need to do that. Have you ever driven a car that's not synchro meshed? No. No? I know my granddad has. That's how I actually was introduced to um, double gears. But, so the way that a single um, a clutch car, like a manual car, is different from a, a automatic car is due to how you basically have to manually engage the gear, right? That's why it's called manual, right? Right. Except the way that that works is basically, how does the clutch function? Because I know it's two plates, but how does it actually work? How does it make it a smooth transition of power between the gears? It's a series of plates that you pull apart when you push the clutch in, and this is a hydraulic clutch, so it uses hydraulic pressure to push apart the plates, and then you shift gears, and then you let the plates close back up to engage the flywheel. Okay. And then to give you guys a little brief, like, explanation of what, like, a, I think it's called a drivetrain is, or ever, the, like, the transmission is on a car. Basically, you have the power from the engine, and then you have this, like, it was called, like, a frank, frank shaft or whatever. But my crankshaft. dad Crankshaft. But my dad said it's never been heard like the way that I described it before but in like this in the re way that I was researching it basically there was power from the engine and then there was like this shaft that you use to um what was it called use the shaft to oh wait sorry I'm gonna have to cut this okay so basically there's the engine, which in which the car gets power from, you know. And then there's this shaft underneath the engine, and then it connects it's to the... It's part of the engine. Okay, it's part of the engine. And then it connects to, like, the transmission in which you change gears, in which there's a long, like, shaft, which all the different gears are actually... The gears are located on. And then, basically, when you shift gears, you know, that little, little knob that I can show you guys later on, it basically activates and, and deactivates the different um, gears that you can be in. And then the reason why you want to shift is because when you activate a different gear, it basically it, um, changes the red line. And no, red line's always the same. Okay, the red line's always the same, but it changes the... Um, You're able to match the speed of the car to the speed of the engine. 
Okay. So basically, it allows you to accelerate faster because of the gear, the different gear ratios, correct? No, you select the gear for the conditions that you're going. So if you're going up a hill, you would change down so there's more torque. More torque. Does that mean that first gear has the most torque or no? Most torque is first gear. And that also means that, so because first gear is the most torque, that also means that it is more like jumpy when you're moving, correct? Yes. Okay. So that is why when you're in first gear, you usually just want to shift, like you want to accelerate rather than going start and stops because it's kind of like jumpy back and forth. And then that's why you want to switch up. Except I know that the red line was kind of scary when I first started driving because in a red line, if you go too high, that theoretically the car could explode because the RPMs get too high, right? Yes, but all cars are limited so that it, the engine doesn't destroy itself. So the engine will cut out once you go past the red line. Okay, so the engine cuts out when you go past the red line. Yes. And then, I also remember that when I first started sh stick shift, that um, my dad said that, oh yeah, also by the way, this is definitely not a learning tutorial because I have already learned stick shift. I'm still getting better. But anyways, I also learned that if you go from like a high, well, any gear into reverse, I heard that my dad said that it can theoretically explode the engine. Is that right? It, it will absolutely explode your transmission. That's because you're going from a high speed to like, you know, the opposite direction, which in physics, we know that that is going to require a lot of force and that would most certainly break the drivetrain or whatever it's called. What is that called? So, well, it would, it would blow up the transmission. Okay. But, so the drivetrain, so that's the thing. After the gearbox, that's how the power goes to the wheels is through the drive shaft. And your car is front-wheel drive, so it's the engine is mounted sideways, mm -hmm. whereas in some rear-wheel drive cars, the engine is mounted front to back with a long drive shaft to go all the way to the rear wheels. Okay. Okay. And then continuing off this thought, so we know that each, so we shift up basically to match the speed that we want to go in a um, manual car, except now on the market they have automatics of course and they also have CVT transmissions, which basically is, um, basically CVT transmissions always have the perfect gear ratio, correct? So that you have the most fuel efficiency to torque for your horsepower, right? Well, it's, it doesn't really matter about horsepower. But it, yeah, that it's stays all the same, about right? fuel, It's all about fuel efficiency. Mm -hmm. So it changes the ratio constantly to so the engine is in its most efficient RPMs. Okay, so it changes it constantly. and But that also means that because it has to change constantly, it's not always the most fast or powerful car because it's always going for efficiency over power. And it's going to you know take more time to constantly... Um, match that perfect ratio, correct? Right. Okay, because my dad, my dad's work car has a CVT transmission, and it's definitely a whiny engine, even more whiny than the first gear on this car, which is kind of crazy, because this um, gear has a very, I mean, this car has a very small engine, right? Is it, what is it, a V4? No, it's a straight four, inline four. What does that mean? It means all the pistons are in one line. Okay. All the pistons are in one line. They're not in the V. And then that means that it's basically more fuel efficient or less powerful? No, it's just... 
it's a normal way for four cylinders. Oh. They're all in they're straight, all in line. I see. Okay, so a lot was going on in that moment, and it sounded like I had no idea what I was talking about, and hopefully it made some sense, but my dad explained it pretty well, so hopefully that went through, but it's a lot, it was a lot to record this video and try to keep a task of what was going on, and multitasking is actually really hard, so back to the next portion. <laughs> Let's hope it goes smoother than that, am I right? Okay, and then... So first gear, why is first gear so much more like challenging than all the other gears, I feel? Because, you know, first gear, first gear, like engaging the first gear feels the most iffy. Is that like a real thing or is that just in the brain? No, it's, it's, it's the same to engage as any other gear. Mm -hmm. But because it's very, very high RPMs, it's very jerky if you're not careful. Uh-huh. And then, also, can you explain to me how stalling out works? Because I actually don't understand how that even works. And I just realized that is a major part of why, you know, driving stick shift actually is scary. And if anyone's watching and they stall out a lot, um, basically, practice is key. You'll eventually be okay, because I remember the first time I ever drove on an actual road, I stalled out, like, what, three times in a sequence? And then I had to get out and then have my dad help me. So... So, yeah, which was embarrassing because everyone saw me in an intersection. But what were you saying? So the manual transmission, unless you put the clutch in, the gears are always engaged. Mm -hmm. So when you come to a stop, you have to put the clutch in. Otherwise, the car will keep moving. And the issue is with stalling, it's when you start engaging the clutch, the engine RPMs aren't high enough to actually start moving the car. I see. So, so then the, the engine just shuts off. Yes. So the car has to overcome that inertia. And to overcome it, it needs a fair amount of, of power. And if you don't put enough power in, it will stall. And that's why you need more power on the hill too, right? So yes. The automatic transmission uh, automatically uncouples the gears mm -hmm. um, once you come to a stop. So you don't need to, uh, un you know, there's nothing you have to do. Wow. So basically, it's the as you put your foot on the gas and the RPMs increase, that's what engages. I think it's a torque converter, but it engages the automatic gearbox. The manual doesn't have that. I see. And that's why driving automatic is a dream, because you just drive. There's no worrying. Just drive. Is that right? I like the manual transmission. I like it, too, because it's fun to say at school that I drive a manual, you know? And there's also less to go wrong. Manual transmissions normally are very reliable. Very. And that is why this old car is still moving, right? And until the CVT transmissions, the manual gearbox was actually more fuel efficient um, because with an automatic gearbox, that hydraulics powering the transmission takes power so that uh, so the manual was a little bit more... Uh, fuel efficient however with the CVT now those are the most efficient because they're basically they just can't go wrong right well I guess they can go wrong if it goes wrong but like it's like always finding the perfect ratio right right and the CVT cars don't those have introduced reliability issues because there's so they many moving things they have a lot of reliability issues they're very hard to work on and so you can't rebuild them easily, so you end up having to buy a whole new transmission. Oh my gosh. It's basically a throwaway transmission. 
And then what exactly is a transmission? Is that just the changing the gears? That's just, yes. So electric cars don't need transmissions because the electric motors can go at such high RPMs and mm -hmm. they produce a lot of torque. So you don't have to, uh, you don't have to change gears. Oh. So that's also why electric cars are very reliable for that. I see. But also don't electric, so we're basically already here. And but I just want to wrap something up really quickly. So in electric cars, because it's just from electricity to power, isn't there also less to go wrong in electric cars? There is, yes. So it just, I guess that kind of means electric cars are the way of the future, maybe. But guys, we have made it to our objective. I have, I am going to get a, what's it called again? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice latte. And then on the way home, my dad can drive back so he can show you even better driving than mine, which is pretty hard to read, actually, because... I'm pretty good. But, um, yeah, let's go get that pumpkin spice, and then we can talk more on the way back. Let's go. Hey, guys, guess who I just met hey at guys. the Starbucks? It's, isn't that kind of crazy? It is crazy. And also, I got my pumpkin spice latte for driving manual all the way here. Sounds so good. I have learned stick shift. Isn't that right, Melania? Yeah, definitely. And also, let's look at the vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Melania. <laughs> <laughs> so wait what i was gonna say today's day one of driving yeah that, that's good yeah. see this is a monumental day for driving yeah isn't it right mm -hmm. okay well i gotta go to my granddad and nana's house so it was nice seeing you around melania nice seeing you too Leo. adios learn stem drive safe Elsa. yeah drive safe adios Bye. so my dad's gonna be driving on the way home and then you guys can comment down below who was the better stick shift stick shift driver but also remember guys i'm the one who runs the podcast so Comments will be limited. I'll show you the Brentsville scenery. Tip, which is the most important oh, yeah. doing the clutch. The most important tip for driving is for driving manual is to you know how like you have to have smooth transitions? Basically always rest your heel on the floor. Well is it called the heel? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe I just asked if it's called a heel. Yeah, rest your heel on the floor and then like slowly let it back because this might just be me who like had this like stupid mistake but I for the longest time never rested my heel on the floor I just held up my foot and then slowly brought it back which did not make the most sense because it was kind of it was like a leg workout the entire ride long and it you know made my transitions way less smooth but now with the heel on the floor it makes it way smoother so that is a tip to watch out for when you are driving but also you know have the parking brake when you're on a hill stuff like that so thanks for watching you all um i hope you had a good time riding with us to get some coffee to get ready for this fall season and hopefully your driving dreams are coming true so stay safe stay safe driving and continue learning